NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And he works for Fantasy Golf Insider. Jeff Bergerson is a little busy for the next couple of months doing real-life stuff. I mean, he's allowed. So uh, Eric is a big-time GPP winner. So we will have him join us uh, for the next uh, couple of months while uh, Jeff works it all out. And hopefully he will lead us to uh, becoming... Rich friends, because we want to be rich friends together. But let's get started with uh, Pete Rose. And I don't think this should have been a surprise to anybody. Poor Pete has been sitting off on the sidelines, not able to be coming back to Amer- to the baseball, because Bart Giamatti basically said, you're out, and they've upheld it for all these years. Now, I ask myself this very simple question. The question is this, is what Pete Rose did worse than what the Houston Astros did? No, absolutely not. In my opinion, absolutely not. Now, I will say this. Here's the caveat to this. If Pete Rose gambled on his team to lose, I would have a major problem with it. Now, people said to me, look, Dr. Roto, even if he gambles on his team to win, maybe he pitched his pitchers too much. Maybe he he didn't rest certain guys. He did things to ruin the game. Absolutely. I'm not, you're you're right. If that's your argument, your argument is 100% correct and well taken. I get it. But haven't we punished this guy enough? At what point is enough enough? Aren't there guys in prison that we let out after like 20 years? Seriously. We send guys to penitentiaries, murderers, who get back on the street. They're rehabilitated. Now, if Pete Rose 
meets with Rob Manfred and says, look, Rob, I'm rehabilitated. I'm no longer betting on baseball. I'm going to be a great ambassador of the game. I'm going to go around and shake hands and kiss babies and do whatever you need me to do. Then why not? What are we losing? Seriously. How can baseball be any worse after this blight? Let me tell you something. I drive my 13-year-old son to school every day when we were talking about this. And he said to me yesterday, he's a Red Sox fan. I said, why are you a Red Sox fan? He goes, I don't know, because one of my grandfathers is a Red Sox fan. I said, I'm a Yankee fan. Your other grandfather is a Yankee fan too. He goes, I don't know. I said, can you name me five guys on the Red Sox? He goes, no. I said, if you had tickets to a game, would you want to go? He goes, now only with grandpa. They don't care. Kids don't care anymore about baseball. Kids play baseball, but how many kids actually watch baseball? Go talk to some kids. Seriously, go find some kids on the street. You know what they play? Fortnite. You know what they play? NBA 2K. They don't go to baseball. You know why they go to baseball? Because their dads go to baseball. If you go to baseball, you take your kids with you. But trust me, your son or daughter is not like, oh, let's go to baseball. They might be want to be, I want to play baseball. Right? So baseball needs to rehabilitate itself. This whole thing with the Astros is disgusting. I can't see it any other way. It's blatant cheating. And that they were that they even get to keep their World Series championship makes me nauseous. They cheated. Fact. What more do we need to come up with? Seriously, what more do we need to come up with? They cheated. So, by the way, A.J. Hinch, he was only kicked out or suspended for a year. Jeff Luno, a year. We haven't even heard about Alex Corey yet, but... So why does Pete Rose get a lifetime ban? Why do those guys get a year? And by the way, none of the players involved get anything, but Pete Rose gets a lifetime ban. Does that seem fair? It's almost like if two guys commit the same crime in two different states, let's say one guy commits it in Alabama and one guy commits it in New Hampshire, same crime. But one judge in Alabama is like, oh, oh, I'm giving you 40 years to life, sucker. And the guy in New Hampshire is like, I'll give you five to eight. How's that fair? Guess you shouldn't commit the crime in Alabama. Does Pete Rose deserve to be banned for life when Alex Cora can be part of the game in a couple of years? Or A.J. Hinch or Jeff Luno? Let's just ban everybody for life. I'm cool with that, too. You want to ban A.J. Hinch for life? I'm good. I'm good. But don't tell me he gets a year and Pete Rose gets life. It's just not fair. It's just not fair. Now, maybe when Bart Giamatti was going through this, Pete was lying through his teeth. Because that's what gamblers do. I'm sure Pete was lying. And I'm sure Bart Giamatti's like, this dude's lying to me. Guy's scummy. I'm done with him. Okay. I get it. You were angry at him. 
doesn't your anger wear off at some point? At some point, can't we just say he was one of the greatest hitters to ever play in the game? I mean, he's one of the greatest hitters ever to play in the game. Just fact. Can't we just stop there? And maybe when you when we write about it in Cooperstown, we could write a bunch of things about him, about how crappy he was. But he was one of the greatest hitters to ever play the game. One of the greatest players to play is Pete Rose. And one of the greatest players to play is Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. And all those guys who did crappy things. Why weren't they banned for baseball? You know they took stuff. That's cheating. Why didn't we ban them forever? Do you understand my point? We can't be arbitrary with our punishments. You've got to be consistent. I always say this. When I played volleyball, I always said I wanted the referee to be consistently good or consistently bad. I just wanted the referee to be consistent because I wanted to know what they were going to call. It's when they called one thing one minute, one thing another minute. I'm like, what's going on here? If I know what you're going to call, as a setter, I would set the ball in a certain way. Right? So here, our inconsistency is a problem. It, it, it has been. Did, is what Pete Rose did worse than what the Astros did? In my opinion, not even close. Not even close. The Astros changed the face of a league, of a season. Who knows if they were the best team? Who knows? And I don't know why there's there's not more of an uproar. I really don't. I haven't figured this part out yet. I don't know why people are not clamoring for this and making it, making this a thing. And I guess it's because people just want to move on. You know, sometimes it's easier at the end of the day, as opposed to beating the drum and making everybody crazy, to just move on, right? But when I sweep everything under the rug, that doesn't make it better. It just makes the rug a lot higher. So sweep it away, Rob Manfred. It doesn't make it any better. What these guys did was awful. And I don't know why they're, st they're still World Series champions. Big asterisk on that one. They cheated. Right? Pete Rose gambled. I get it. Is that worth banishment? And these guys get it to keep their ring? Come on. So I think the fans need to get involved. I really do. Exactly. Now gambling's legal. Pete, Pete was ahead of his time. Pete was on the cutting edge. Who knew? But it's sad. It really is. And do I like Pete Rose? I don't know if I like him. I haven't met him. Maybe he's a jerk. But I know he's one of the best players in the baseball. And I know he's one of the greatest hitters I've ever seen. So there you go. All right, we're going to take a little time out. When I come back, I'm breaking down the Mookie Betts trade. And I think there were more winners than losers in this deal. We'll talk about it when we return right after this.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, we're back. It's Dr. Roto with you here from Full-Time Fantasy. Check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 for 50% off your first two months. So I did an article today about the big Mookie Betts trade. So let's break it down visionary style for you. And uh, we will talk about the Red Sox, the Dodgers, the Twins. And by the way, we could even break it down even more for the Angels and Dodgers. Okay, so here we go. Firstly, let's talk about the Red Sox. The Red Sox, sadly, are in cost-cutting mode. And I think it's problematic because it's a mixed message to their fans. Because just recently, the Red Sox were going for it all, right? They're, they're going for World Series. But now, they're doing salary dumps. So what does this really say? It says... We're kind of in it, but we're not. We want to play well. We're trying to do what the Rays are doing. We hired the guy from the Rays anyway. Let's see. But when you get rid of your best player, that's a problem. Mookie Betts does not come around every day. Now, let me give you the good news for the Red Sox. Mookie wasn't coming back. 
Mookie was not resigning. And Mookie, the Red Sox were never spending the money on what Mookie wanted for next year. They signed him to a $27 million contract, but he wanted way for one year, but he wanted way more than that. And they were never going to pay him. So let's not be upset at the Red Sox. The Red Sox made a smart business decision because they were never paying Mookie ever. And they wanted to get play something for him. Now, you may question whether or not that was a smart business decision in the first place. Would you pay Mookie? I would have paid Mookie. I don't need to pay J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez, I can replace. I can't replace Mookie Betts. So I would have chosen to back Mookie. But when they chose to, 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 not, get, to not sign him, they had to get something. So as opposed to waiting till the All-Star break and getting... Nothing. They proactively did it and got as much as they could possibly get. So not only do they get Alex Verdugo, they get a guy who is actually pretty decent. They get a guy, Brustar Gratterall from the Twins. He's got a big arm. He, do, he does. He has a big arm. We'll talk more about those guys in a second. And they get rid of David Price's big, old, stinky, stinky contract. That guy is going down big time, and they're paying him way too much. So the Red Sox lose bets, replace him with Verdugo, add a good bullpen arm, and get rid of David Price's lofty, stinky contract. Do the Red Sox win in this deal? Yes, the Red Sox win in this deal. Is it an A? No. Is it a B? Sure, give them a B. They got rid of Price. They got two good minor, two two good players who are major league players. Right? They didn't take back Will Myers' ugly contract, which the Padres wanted. And there they go. Okay, now the Dodgers. You trade Alex Verdugo and Kenta Maeda, and you get yourself David Price and Mookie Betts. Big win. That's a big, fat A+. Why? Because Mookie Betts does not come around any day. Players like Mookie Betts come around once every five years in free agency. Why do you think the Yankees paid up for Jared Cole? Because he was the best. And the Dodgers did the same thing with Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, better than Bryce Harper. Mookie Betts, better than Aaron Judge. Mookie Betts, better than all these guys. Outside of like Yelich and Trout and Acuna, Mookie Betts is right there. Seriously, you're going to get a better play than Mookie Betts? Duke could hit 40 home runs and steal 30 bases and hit 320. Come on. And play great defense. You build around Mookie Betts. Now, Alex Verdugo, he's all right. But the Dodgers could get rid of him in two seconds. Here is the problem with Verdugo, as it is with most prospects. When they're touted so much in the minors, 
you think they're better than they are. So I think people thought that Verdugo was a 30-30 kind of guy. 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. He's not. He's 20-20. That's okay. But he's not the star that they thought he was going to be. He's a good player. But he's not Mookie Betts. You make that trade a million times out of a million. Bye. Next. Kenta Maeda is a good pitcher. But he's never a guy who throws tons of innings. This is a guy who throws 140 innings, and you're happy that he gives you that many. He's unreliable. So you add David Price, who's really on his way down. I mean, come on. Those stats last year were atrocious. But you're trying your best to get another year or two out of him. Right? You know you're going to have to eat a little bit off that contract, but you're hoping to get a year or two out of him. And here's the, br- the beautiful thing about Price. He's been to the playoffs, and he's won. See, the Dodgers have some guys who choke in the playoffs, Clayton Kershaw. You know Price is not choking in the playoffs. You throw David Price out there game one, he may win you that game. So you got Kershaw, you got Walker Bueller, you got Julio Urias, you got Dustin May, and you get as much of David Price as you can use. You throw him here, you throw him there, maybe throw him in the bullpen a little bit, and he becomes an arm around playoff time because you know you're making the playoffs, and he's usable. Maybe even win you one game in, the, in, in a series. And now you got a world championship. Was David Price worth a world championship? You betcha. You betcha. You do that 10 times out of 10 because you have Mookie bets. And now, trust me when I tell you, the Dodgers, who have as much money as the Yankees, are going to pay Mookie a lot of money. A lot of money. 30 mil, 35 mil, 40 mil, whatever it is. I don't know. Five years, 200 mil, something like that. Something cray-cray like that. I mean, how old is Mookie Betts? 27. Oh, my God, he's in the prime of his career. How about 10 years, 350 mil? Boom. There you go. I, I signed Mookie forever. I think it's a crazy contract, but everybody gets a crazy contract these days. Why not Mookie? And you build around him forever. The dude's, the dude's 27. You got five years with him, and a 10-year contract, you should be able to get three world championships with Mookie Betts and the rest of your team. You got Muncy, you got Seager, you got Lux, you got Pollock, you got Bellinger. Oh my God, you're loaded. Loaded. Now, Twins. Why is this a good deal for the Twins? Who even knew the Twins were going to be involved in this deal? Firstly, look, the guy was a decent reliever. He had a good arm. But you got guys who have good arms already. You got Taylor Rogers. You have Trevor May. You have Sergio Romo. Look, you like the guy who's got a big arm, but you need a guy in the rotation. And Kenta Maeda is a solid three. You got Jose Berrios. You got Jake Overeasy. And now you have Maeda. And the problem is this. When the Twins get in the playoffs, they inevitably play the Yankees. And they have nobody to go up against Tanaka. 
They have nobody to go up against Paxton. Well, Kenta Maeda has been there before. He's been there at the Dodgers. He's played playoff baseball. Nothing is going to phase this dude. So you massage about 140 innings with him during the regular season. You don't overuse him. And you hope that he comes and plays in the playoffs and he thrives. You got nothing to lose. You just signed Josh Donaldson. And now you added Maeda. Twins fans need to be ecstatic right now. The Twins are as good as they've ever been. This is an exciting team here. And I think, I think Maeda, maybe in the regular season, he's not special. But in the playoffs, that guy could be pitching game one. Maybe I'm pitching him game one and Berrios game two. Maybe I'm doing that. So, Twins win this deal. Dodgers win this deal. Red Sox win this deal. So when you look at this deal, it's a pretty darn good deal. Was there a loser in this deal? I think there was a loser. I think San Diego. I think San Diego lost in this deal. San Diego's got a boatload of prospects. Boatload. And they needed to do whatever they could have done to get Mookie Betts because they need a star. When you look at that team, you got Machado and you got Tatis, but you're missing a guy. You're missing a guy. You're not beating the Dodgers. And you let the Padres lost because they let the Dodgers get bets. That's why they lost this deal. Understand? So, good deal. And by the way, I like the deal, by the way, the Angels get Jacques Peterson and Ross Stripling. Oh, my God. For Luis Rangifo and a couple other guys. I really like what the Angels did yesterday. Ross Stripling goes right in that rotation. And Jacques baby goes right to right field very good against righties very good against righties love it all right taking a timeout coming back pga dfs with eric dantoff keep it right here i'm dr roto back right after this sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft i'm your host andrew levy and i'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back. It's Dr. Roto, and you know what this time is. It's PGA DFS time. That's right. And I bring in my friends from FantasyGolfInsider.com. I love that website. Eric Dantoff is joining us today. What's up, Eric? How are you? Hey, very good. Thanks for having me on, Dr. Roto. Absolutely. We're, I know you're a great GPP player. So tell everybody out there about your success in PGA DFS. Yeah, well, uh, the guys at uh, FGI brought me on a few years back, so I uh, had a really good uh, learning curve with them, uh, brought a very good data aspect to the game with them uh, to help them out with the site. And then over the years, I've kind of kind of figured out what kind of player I am. I'm a, I'm a one-lineup warrior, and I, I, uh, I like to tackle uh, the bigger GPPs every now and then. And uh, last uh, year, I actually came through and with a second-place finish at the uh, BMW in the, the big 888. So finally got some breathing room with the bankroll. So you are now my rich friend is what you're saying. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Uh, got a young family here in Minnesota, too. So uh, as long as I'm carrying my own weight, uh, the wife uh, continues to let me do this DFS endeavor. <laughs> well, good for you. All right, we're glad that you're with us. So let's take a look at Pebble Beach Let's start yeah. with the with the guys who are so expensive. Dustin Johnson, Patrick Cantlay, Paul Casey, Jason Day. Are you in on any? Or are you fading all of them? No, I, I like a lot of the guys at the top. Um, I am going to be taking the discount, uh, and and my one of my main cash game plays this week is as rare as that might sound uh, with a guy uh, is Jason Day. His just track record here is impeccable, and I saw enough at uh, Torrey Pines, Torrey Pines last uh, time he was out to feel that his game is in good enough shape to go well here. All right. So does that mean we won't have any pieces of the guys above him, and we'll just fade them, or do you will you put them in any other lineups? Well, I think all the guys at the top warrant some exposure for doing GPPs. I just would caution people with the guys that came from Saudi Arabia. So it's specifically Dustin Johnson. He finished second there last week. And I think he's slowly finding his A game. But I played him last year in this event after a very similar uh, result when he won. And I was just struggling with him just to make the cut. And he only ended up with, a, I believe, a top 45 finish last week. So I err on the side of caution. Cantley would probably be my play at the top there, uh, a little bit more well-rested, and uh, we know he's focused and he's a California kid. All right, let's move down a little bit. Any interest in Snedeker or Cooch or Phil or any of those guys, or are we going to fade those guys? Uh, no, uh, Snedeker is probably my number two guy behind uh, Day this week. Um, I think he's peaking at the right time. This is a price is, I think, fair this week in DFS and embedding, um, and that just kind of shows to the strength of a field that this is this week. 
And uh, he's a Poa guy. He loves to putt on there. And I think he's going to see this week as a huge opportunity to uh, to uh, get his third win here. All right, I'm going to move down a little bit. I'm going to give you two guys who I find very interesting this week. One is Victor Hovland, who hasn't found his game yet, but he was 12th here last year at Pebble Beach uh, for the U.S. Open. And Jordan Spieth, who can't play uh, right now. when we, we, we haven't seen Jordan Spieth, the right, the right Jordan Spieth, in a couple of years. Are you interested in either of those guys? Yeah, uh, Spieth in particular caught my eye. He taught, He's popping in my model mainly because he has that coarse form. Um, I, I feel like he can. He had enough to build off of last week in, in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, that I think him knowing that he has three rounds here and that extra boost of confidence, his price is right. It's, he's one of the cheapest guys who has done really well here relative to what their three-year average has been. Um, I, I like him to find his game. Um, Hovland, I, he has all the skills to succeed here. Uh, I'm just kind of waiting a little bit on him just because the, the nature of this event, I, I just kind of want to put a little bit more feeler, feelers out on him a little bit before I hop back on the Hovland train. All right, we go down a little bit, and we got a nice clump of guys in the 8,000s. Berger, Champ, Norin, Knox, who's going to be super chalky, Kisner. Is this a sweet spot for DFS players? I think it, 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 can, it can be if you know to, to find the right guys. I, I do like Knox, and I expect him to be chalky this week, like he said. But the other guys, like Kisner, RCB, uh, Norn that you mentioned, I think a lot of those guys have uh, cut-making potential. I, I just kind of wonder what their ultimate upside will be. I, I'm digging a little bit deeper into the 7K range, and I'm curious who you have on your list there. All right, we'll get to that. I want to ask you one guy about, and I, I hate chasing last week's performance, and I feel like I'm doing mm-hmm. that with Max Homa. Am I chasing Max's home, Max Homa's last week's performance if I play him this week? No, he. this is a time of the year where he was peaking last year, and I, I have no problem for anybody that wants to get on Max Homa. He showed last year that he can do it. Um, there's going to be certain times where golfers are going to kind of show their strong points. Uh, and I think he's just going to, he's going to continue on from, from that last year or last week, uh, his upside. Um, I kind of, kind of wonder what it will be at, in the end of, at the end of the week here, but he's definitely something I feel who will make the cut and, and give you probably a top 25 at the end of the day. All right, we've got some guys in that 7,000 rage. Hoagie's playing very well. Jim Furyk, whose name has popped up. Kevin Na, Lucas Glover, who every now and then, if he can make a cut, could have a good performance. Scott Stallings has been a course horse here for years. Are there any names in that grouping that you're liking, Eric? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Glover this week. I tend to gravitate to ball strikers who who can putt, and that's the improvement that Glover showed last, uh, last year. I think he's just kind of off to a slowish start, and I think uh, just the limited field or the limited quality of his field, he, he's one of the guys who should outperform his salary. Uh, you mentioned another guy who is popping in my model based on course form, Scott Stallings. And I'll throw out another name to you there too, uh, Mr. Kevin Streelman. He's another guy for some reason, doesn't matter what his incoming form is like into this event over the past couple of years, he seems to be turning out a top 10. Uh, and I'm expecting something uh, – Similar this week, maybe it's his pairing with uh, Larry Fitzgerald has something to do with it. 
<laughs> there you go. All right, we're talking to Eric Dantoff from Fantasy Golf Insider. What a terrific website if you want to win in PGA DFS. All right, I'm going to drop a little lower to, a, to that 7,300 range here. Sung Kang has done very well here. Adam Long, I know, is a Jeff Bergerson guy. Maverick McNeely, yep. Lance and Lanto Griffin, who's killed me the last two weeks. Aaron Wise, Jimmy Walker, Zhang Higgs. There's a lot of guys to choose from here. Anybody stick out for you? Yeah, you know, in particular, Sung Kang has been. I think he's gotten enough uh, rounds in here lately uh, on the West Coast swing, and then uh, he started off in Hawaii as well. Um, he's a good win player, so if things get dicey, I do like him coming through, and that's kind of how the forecast is shaping up over the weekend in Pebble Beach. So uh, I do like some Sung Kang this week. Um, another guy, I mean, you kind of already mentioned he's burning you, and I'm going to wait to hop back on. Um, I'm on a full fade Lanto Griffin right now. I've been following his interviews. He knows how much he accomplished in the fall season. And I, I kind of feel like he's picking his spots a little bit for this part of the season as, uh, the, as the PJ tour events will start to ramp up here shortly. All right. If we want to play some of those guys up top, we have to find some guys down bottom, like below 7,000 in that 6,000 range. Are there some guys that you like here, Eric, that you can tell people about? Yeah, I do like there's – a, there's a group of guys right at an even 7K that I like, uh, Nick Taylor, Matt Jones, and uh, Cameron Tringali. Uh, Matt Jones in particular is on my radar. He may get overlooked by some DFSers this week uh, if they just kind of click on his DraftKings or FanDuel uh, player profile page. But he recently won the Australian Open in December, and I think he's going to build off of that confidence and that missed cuss last week was just on the number, and we saw that move at the very last minute. He showed up at Torrey Pines to make the cut. I think he bounces back. He has good course form here. Uh, I'm liking Matt Jones this week at 7K. Anybody lower than that? I know Brian Gay has done well. Ted Potter shot a 62 here. I'm always partial to Brandon Wu. I mean, as we get lower, there's Doc Redman. Are there guys here that you're willing to take a shot on? Yeah, you know, another guy who I remember playing last year in this event was DJ Trahan. He's at 68. He may get overlooked just because some of those other names are kind of popping other people's models a little bit more. Uh, but he's a guy who's a good ball striker. He doesn't mind the nature of this event. Uh, I think he can outperform his $6,800 salary on DraftKings. All right. Give me a guy who nobody's talking about, but you are. And then all of a sudden on Sunday, we're going to say Eric gave us that guy. Hmm. Well, uh, I, I'm personally not going too down in the barrel. Uh, it is too, too wide open at the bottom for me to call a, call a, a, a shot like in the low 6Ks. But uh, someone that I would pay attention to this week, um, and I just got done watching his interview from yesterday, I think Graham McDowell could find himself in the mix. He's at 9,200. He's a very focused golfer right now. He knows where he needs to get his official world ranking. Of all the guys that came over from Saudi last week, he'd probably be the one I'd have the most confidence in. I haven't heard too much chatter about him with the other big names. So, uh, Graham McDowell, I expect him to uh, uh, come, come out and perform well. All right, last one before we let you go. Who's winning this tournament? Who should I go all in on? I, I recommended Day and Snedeker for my bets this week. I think they make a great each-way case. Um, and if you uh, can can get your positions in early with them, I think you'll find it a good hedging spot throughout the tournament as uh, as it evolves over the weekend. All right, outstanding stuff. Eric Dantoff from FantasyGolfInsider.com. I appreciate you being here, and I wish you best of luck this weekend. 
Thanks for having me on, Dr. Roto. You got it. Talk to you soon. Yep. All right, Bye. that's good stuff there by Eric. I really liked, uh, you know, I, I like different perspectives, right? I like guys who are giving me something I haven't heard before. You know, I think when you're looking up top here, a lot of people gravitate to Dustin Johnson. They gravitate towards Cantlay. You're overlooking Sned, right? But Eric's talking Sned. So I, I like that. I haven't heard that one before. Everybody's looking at everybody else, but he's talking about that. I like the Matt Jones thing. I like getting a nugget of information. Matt Jones playing well in Australia. Some guys, you know, golf is a very streaky game. I know when I play, if I play a lot, I play well, and all of a sudden I don't play well, and then I, I can't find anything. So what can I tell you? All right, going to take a timeout. We're going to be back right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back. Dr. Rota with you here. Been a busy day today. I ranted about Pete Rose, who wants to be reinstated, and I'm all cool with that. Talked about the Mookie Betts trade, how it was good for the Red Sox. Good for the, great for the Dodgers and good for the Twins. We talked about PGA DFS in our last segment with Eric Dantoff. But I want to go back to something here. I want to go back to the Mookie Betts trade for a second. 
Don't mean to bore you with it, but hey, it's my show. So here's, here's what I'm upset about. And I touched upon this yesterday. I'm not happy when baseball does trades like this because it skews baseball miserably. Now, I'm sure that you will give me the numbers and you'll say, Dr. Roto, you're wrong. This is not true. Just take a look at it over the years. Maybe you're right. It's the general feeling I get, right? It's the feeling I get from baseball. Who's going to win, right? Ask yourself this very, very simple question. Don't you feel that you kind of know who's going to win? Right? Don't you feel like before anything's even happened, we have an idea of who's going to be in the playoffs? Any chance you're going to see the Baltimore Orioles in the playoffs? Yeah, no. I look at the AL East, and I just would like to congratulate the New York Yankees. Because when the Yankees had, last year, when they lost like literally half their team, they still made the playoffs. Red Sox ain't making it without Mookie. Blue Jays getting better. Rays are a good team. I like the Rays. I really do. I have so much respect for the Rays. You have no idea. And I was talking to my son about this today. And I told you when he told me he was a Red Sox fan, I almost lost my lunch. I'm like, dude, I'm a Yankee fan. Your grandfather's a Yankee fan. Your great-grandfather's a Yankee fan. But I did make an agreement. If we both wanted to be Rays fans, I'd be cool with it. We live in Southwest Florida. I'm cool with it. But it's got it's to be a commitment that we make together. Can't be separate. Can't do our own thing in this one. But I respect the Rays. Because they are very well run. Are they going to win a World Series? Probably not. But they're, 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 good. they're, they're going to play well. Tigers ain't winning anything. Royals ain't winning anything. Indians certainly are not winning anything. They're talking about getting rid of Lindor. Oh, yeah, I'm happy to be an Indian fan right now. Not. I don't think the White Sox are winning anything. But I do appreciate them at least trying. And Chicago is a big city, so there's money there. They could add some pieces during the year. Good for the White Sox. Congrats. The Twins are trying. The Twins are a good team. They just improved themselves twice with Josh Donaldson and now Maeda. Twins are in. I come to the West. I know the Mariners and the Rangers aren't winning. No chance, Sundance. Angels? Well, yeah. Angels are showing me that they're competing. The Astros, who knows this year? I mean, but I'll say yes. And the A's? A's are like the Rays, except the Rays are a little bit better. So I look at the American League, and I really have the Yankees, Twins, a Angels, three, right? And then the Rays, White Sox, and Astros. There you go. Six teams. Six teams in the entire American League that who, who can win. Is that interesting? 
I mean, you already kind of know. Don't you already kind of know what it's going to be? Yankees, Twins, Angels, one other team. Right? Random team. There you go. That's the playoffs. Kind of looks like last year. Kind of feels like last year. Doesn't it? Now I go to the NL. NL is a little different. Because the NL East is interesting. Because all those teams are kind of like, yeah, but the Braves are the best team. But the Nationals played well, we know, last year. But they lost Rendon. That's big. That's really big. Hard to replace your best hitter. Hard to replace the guy who played so well in the playoffs. Anybody who thinks the Mets are making the playoffs, please call my office for immediate appointment. The Phillies have some potential, but come on. But what I do like about that division is at least there's money in that division, and it's remotely interesting. That's probably the most interesting division in baseball. Even the Marlins look a little brighter right now. Jeter's done a very good job. He has. Got a lot of young talent there, and they're not far away from competing. And they've done it by spending not too much. Making good trades. They need that Jazz Chisholm trade to really pay off because Zach Gallon's going to be a good player. Well, the NL Central, I give the Reds a lot of credit because they saw potential to step up and win this. And I think they did. Brewers seem like they're getting rid of guys. The Cubs can't get out of their own way. The Pirates might rival the Orioles for being the worst team ever. So it's the Reds-Cardinals. One of those two teams goes to the playoffs. So good on the Reds for stepping up and making baseball interesting. Now I get to the West. Giants aren't interesting. Rockies aren't interesting. Padres want to be interesting, but they're not. But they're close. I give a lot of credit to the Diamondbacks and Dodgers. Both those teams make the playoffs. So I'm looking at the Reds, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, and somebody in the Yale East. But, I mean, really, who's beating the Dodgers and the Yankees? Who's doing it? Tell me the team that can beat those two teams. Don't you feel like we're going to have a Yankee-Dodgers World Series for the three of the five next years? Is that what baseball's come to? The same guys doing the same things? Is that fun? Yeah, I mean, Chris, you said the NBA. Do you feel the NBA is the same way? Think that's fun? Yeah, I'm not really a big NBA fan anymore. Why? Because you don't see new teams, right? Exactly. I mean, other than Toronto last year. Right. Now, every so often, some team puts it together. But the problem is in these sports is that these teams put it together for one year and then they blow it up. Could Toronto have won this year? Sure. Not without Kawhi. Bye. He goes elsewhere. They're not winning. They're not a bad team, but they're not winning. I mean, Siakam is good. Lowry is good. But you don't have Kawhi. You're not winning. But yeah. Isn't the NBA predictable? Now, I give teams, once again, I give the Atlanta Hawks a lot of credit. They're trying to be competitive. Good, good on them. Good on them. You got to at least try. 
I mean, the Timberwolves have no clue what they're doing. You're a Timberwolf fan. Why do you even go? The problem with sports these days is that it's skewed so dramatically in directions of the teams who are managed well and have the most money. Skewed. I mean, the Yankees have the Yes Network. The Orioles have the No Network, as it nobody wants them. Who's paying to watch an Oriole game? And by the way, Camden Yards is beautiful. Ever been to Camden? Camden's gorgeous. But, I mean, got to think 20,000 seats a night are going empty. See, but this is where I think people make the mistake. I'd like to believe, I would, I'd like to believe in my heart, if the Orioles were a good team, people would support them. Now, here's my thought. If I put money and expertise into my team and I do everything right and my team is playing well and I still can't fill seats, well, then I'm in trouble. At that point, I got to figure something out. But just like Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come. I believe that. If you build a winner... People will come. They'll come from miles around. But they'll know why. They'll know why because they want to watch good baseball. Because people love baseball and people love basketball and they love a winner. Look at Toronto last year. It changed that city. Build a winner. Look at Nashville when the Predators were good. People want to be part of a winner. People will pay for winners. Just the ownership doesn't think so. And that's the biggest problem we face. We do. And it's a shame. So there you have it. I'm happy today. I'm unhappy today. Who knows? But that's, that's my problem with baseball as it stands. Right? It's just not what I want it to be. Because I want all teams to be competitive. But it just doesn't work out that way. It just doesn't. All right, guys, time to put away the insurance card. Time to put a, pull away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. I want to thank my main man, Chris Bavona, in the booth for all he does to keep the show afloat. And, of course, I want to thank Eric Dantoff from FantasyGolfInsider.com for being on the show today. I hope his picks helped you out, and I hope you play PGA DFS, and I hope you win some money. All right. More tomorrow, I promise you. Check me out at Full Time Fantasy. Enter the promo code ROTO50 for two months off, uh, for 50% off your first two months. All right, guys, wishing you a great day. This is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.